time for the Gore and More podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking hand in hand in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear we'll never part. We're going on now. A ball break, running in the sand, feeling What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Gormore Podcast. This is your host with the motherfucking most, T.G. Bowser, and joining me, as always, your dark lord of knowledge, Chad Christman. What's up, bitches? And the fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D. What's up, Gorehounds? And here to protect and serve from the shitty remakes, Detective Bob. What's going on, everybody? Holy shit, look at that quality. There we go. A little change up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're sorry we're running a little late today, but... You know. It was worth it, yeah. Yes. A little technical issues. Especially for you audio-only listeners uh, who are now creaming in your pants because you Ooh. can hear the full bass of Bobby's voice. <laughs> yes, now you can actually hear me. You know, now you can use my voice to really get yourselves off at night. <laughs> this is almost Ooh. ASMR at this point. Mm. I have no uh, the days of Bobby licking. <laughs> I've only just begun. (laughs) Anyway, we got a banger of an episode for you guys today. But first, you know what time it is. It's time for your slice life. Big Johnny D, what'd you do? What's up, buddy? Wow, let's see. What did I do this week? Uh, To keep it nice and with the horror, I actually dabbled in a new game uh, with the wifey and some friends. Uh, I tried World War Z out, and it's actually not bad, dude. Yeah. Uh, a little late, obviously, from behind the fucking movie drop, but... <laughs> a little. The game yeah. was pretty late, if I remember correctly. Oh, yeah. Very but, late. Um, four years late? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I will, but I will say this. Um, I don't know if you guys read the book back in, like, 2010 uh, when that came out. I love uh, it. I was elected to lead, not read, so... Uh... Fair enough. <laughs> Listen, man, I don't know about you. I don't... I can... I hardly ever read a book dude i look look at a book and i'm just like uh, nope just can't do it dude. that was like, the just... simpsons uh joke oh <laughs> simpsons huh yes uh but no it's third person left for dead yes uh is that the, it, the game that has the horde dynamics yeah like the uber okay. where it's just like a big wave fucking just coming in which is awesome Ooh, and they do, yeah they do the wall pile up <laughs> so you obviously like shoot at the bottom of the wall like i said it's a four player co-op game so it's pretty much left for dead they have a little bit more shit going on so it's a little bit more story based i feel um but it has better shooting dynamics closer to like the division oh, so nice. you can get like okay. a like a three weapon set and then there's like six or seven different classes you can choose from that all have like obviously different little archetypes and bullshit like that um but it's a really fun game and uh yeah other than that i've been what did i do oh i fucking pounded through wandavision on friday night right uh very enjoyable Mm -hmm. um the thing is and the reason i wanted to watch and you guys probably already know this is dude that new up last episode five came and the internet was just like at the levee and you could fucking feel it you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it was just like the spoiler was there and she was just building harder and harder. Yep. And I could feel it by the hour, dude. Like, I was just like, I'm not even going on fucking Facebook today. Uh, <laughs> so I kind of almost yep. did it, dude. Like, like I saw you and Scuba Steve's, Chad, like posting like no spoilers, but just like excitement about it. And I was just like, <sighs> dude, I need to hop on this fucking train. But <laughs> somebody have to poop over there. Oh, no, I was uh, vocalizing your uh, your apprehensions of spoilers. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. But I'm not like, going to say like, anything. It was very like enjoyable. You meant, 
like you meant, I had to, I was trying to avoid all spoilers. Like at lunchtime, I texted my wife and said, we are watching WandaVision tonight. I don't care. We're not waiting because there's spoilers everywhere and I'm trying my best to avoid them. Uh, funny enough, I had friends reach out to me and they were like, was it really that good? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, well, you don't ever watch shows. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I don't. And they're like, right. So you just watched all of it. I'm like, because man, I am un- like, l- love it or hate it. I'm 10 fucking years deep invested in Marvel cinematic bullshit. So at this point, Can't I just relate. need to, I- I'm sorry. Listen, I'm still there with you with, I'm waiting for my four hour cut and we will be getting it's that just around enough. the corner. Just I know like, one month away. Fucking wait. Uh, Dude, I was going through all the Batman shit. You can't be disappointed. You can't be disappointed by the Marvel films if you don't look forward to them in the first place. I'm. <laughs> He's got a point. There. <laughs> Listen, man. There's I mean... only been a very few, select few that I've been disappointed by, and that's literally like Every, where I went out. Uh... Like I just had that feeling where I just was like, "Huh." I feel like I just ate Chinese food. Like I know I'm kind of full, but I don't feel full. You know what I mean? Which ones yeah. were those that make give you that feeling then? Dude, I'm going to make some people mad, but Black Panther, the first time I saw that, made me feel like that. Captain watch Marvel. Watch Black Panther a second time. I did. I liked it a it was more. much like better it. the second time. I felt that, yep. Felt but like I said, way. the first time, I still was just like, eh. Captain Marvel, same. Fucking Endgame, that. same. And unfortunately, which i glad I gave it a second round, I felt like that with Ant-Man the first time. But then the second time around... I did enjoy that one much better. So I, like, I loved Ant-Man the first time, uh, but like you, some of them left me wanting and surprisingly, yeah. it, was, it was probably both of the Spider-Man films. They, they oh, just fair, missed dude. the mark. They just yeah. missed the mark a little bit. I was all fangirl about that. I'm not going to lie. It's it's not him. It's not him. It's his supporting cast. I didn't like. Oh, fair. Um, but anyways, all about fuck that shit. Uh, I did watch a little bit of Batman this weekend, too. Uh, apparently, <laughs> I got in trouble because I watched Batman versus TMNT and it scared my daughter. Uh, really? How did that was, scare your daughter? Well, A, she's six, but it was the part where Leo was fighting Scarecrow and he was hallucinating that all the brothers died. Mm. And obviously, as TJ knows, like these animated ones are a little bit darker yeah. than your typical Saturday morning cartoons. So I could see that, like, but... Oh, I watched man. Apocalypse War and it put me in a depressive cycle for two weeks. I need to watch that still, dude. <laughs> I need to watch I, that still. I haven't watched a Justice League animated film since uh, the Flashpoint Paradox. Mm. So you didn't watch any of the uh, Dark War mm. and everything? Like, no, I didn't oh see my War. God, those, dude, those were... Oh, as, yeah. as, aside from that, the newest ones I've watched are both uh, the Death and Return of Superman ones. Okay. So none of the Son of Batman ones, like any of that series. Oh, that's a great series, dude. Um, I don't know about that because I'm not a big fan of Damian Wayne to begin with. That's fair. I love Deathstroke, so the fact that Deathstroke's in it a bunch makes me... Quarter J's in a taco house screaming somewhere. (laughs) 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 Fuck you, Chetty! (laughs) You just hear, what's that in the background? Uh, But other than that, man, I watched this awesome movie, um, which was isn't my first time, but it was very enjoyable. And uh, I can't wait to talk to you guys. So, Bobby, how have you been, buddy? I had a very chill uh, weekend myself. Yesterday I was watching, well, barely watching the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't even remember it because uh, there's a little thing called alcohol in this world. Whoever invented it should get a handshake. He had a drink, you poo. <laughs> I, had a, I had a drink, had a few drinks, and that was that. Although... 
I wake up and there's money all over me. And first thought was, what did I do to deserve this? And I won all the pools. <laughs> so I won money for absolutely no reason. <laughs> he won Steve, the if pools. you're home. Yeah, Steve, yeah, if you're I home, hope uh, hop on and join us for this review. Ooh. Yes, get in here, yeah. Steve. So here's the first thing. Uh, oh, yes, Brody, I didn't watch. Bobby, I, I know Bobby's lying because, Les, he just be stripping in the evenings. He just don't want to admit it. Why do you think I have so many Jason masks? Listen, man, he's got to pay for college somehow, dude. You know what I mean? And you just got to support these people. He's, just... he, he's out showing the gabagool, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> late at night. <laughs> yeah, now everybody walks by me and goes, hey, where's the freaking gabagool? gabagool. <laughs> uh, other than that, it was a it was a very chill week <laughs> so far. I'm just imagining some giggles <laughs> walking by. giggles. I'm just imagining some chick walking by, dude, just like and doing the. I fucking envision Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci walking past Bobby. Hey, where's the fucking Gabagool? I'm like, so get out of here, you little like football. Foot, he already looks like five foot midget next to Bobby. <laughs> uh, yeah, please, I got the Gabagool for you. Just so you're. Right <laughs> I think I broke TJ. I think so. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it was a very chill week. I didn't do too much horror-related things this weekend, but uh be working more on my cosplay stuff this week and a few Always. other things as well with the horror and such. So that's all right now in motion. So hopefully this week will be a lot more productive on that front. Mr. Chad, what have you been up to? Not much. Just still work as usual. Had a nice weekend. It was nice and quiet. Uh, the wife went and did some shopping with her friends on Saturday. So I sat there and played uh, Far Cry 5 and actually watched The Return of Godzilla on Blu-ray. Yeah! That's a, classic. That's a really good one. That's, it's been a long time since I've seen that. Now wait, The Return of yeah. Godzilla, that's 85, right? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's not it's 85. I know it's... It's it's not the Raymond Burr version. It's the the Japanese international ed, or uh, international dubbed version. Just making sure. That's I had was like. Yeah. I know we change it up. Oh, it was five of us today. Yeah, I love how it just pops in out of nowhere. That's awesome. <laughs> I feel like that's how he would be at a real party, anyways, dude. You know yeah, what I mean? I mean, that's exactly. Notes are sent. Like, uh, cool. yeah. Be like a solid hour in, you just be like, Where's Scoob? And all of a sudden, you just like, But yeah, that's uh, that's not much else going on here, just uh, trying to get through the work week. Oh, I hear myself. Hold on, hold on, Steve. That's me. That's me. <laughs> I, fucked up. I was gonna say, I was wondering why the hell I couldn't hear y'all. I was like, Did I just fuck something up over here? No, no that was I was like, me. Didn't touch anything on my end. What's going on? <laughs> Oh fuck! I was trying anyway, to know. yeah, slice of life. Yeah, slice of life. Uh, I guess that kind of wraps me up a little bit uh, quick because I want to make sure we get uh, Scuba Steven here, uh, get his slice of life, that way we can keep things moving, and then we'll circle back around to the boss man. So, uh, Scuba Steve, what about you, buddy? So my time was pretty good. I was on Comics and Kaiju's this weekend. It was great. Ooh, the nice. boys and I talked about Gamera and Hellboy. The uh, volume one which was pretty dope like i had never been on their podcast before so it was pretty cool um i didn't do anything this weekend i pretty much vegged out um i didn't have nice. to work i didn't i had to do nothing so um 
I went over footage from uh, one of our investigations that we went on, and that was pretty much it, man. Um, and that literally, that's all I did all weekend. That's not a bad weekend, though. Sometimes no, not at all. I, I and I didn't watch the Super Bowl just because it didn't interest me at all. Um, so what I did do last night is I went to the movies. They were showing Lord of the Rings. So I decided, hey, I'm going to go spend three hours at the theater and eat popcorn and watch people diet. walk. Yeah, and watch, and watch people, people walk, walk you know, for three fucking hours. And that's what I did. And it was great. Oh, by the uh, way, Scuba Steve, John, John was just discussing with us that he's all caught up on WandaVision. And it looks um, like our little prediction is uh, starting to come true. It's starting to bear fruit. Yes. So I have a theory on what the hell's going on on WandaVision. And I'm really pissed that do, it, it hasn't taken off. Are you saying it? Do we say? Should we say spoilers just in case? Are you going? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. No, I'm not gonna say it. I'll tell you guys after the show, just because <laughs> I don't right, want to spoil it right. for anybody. But I think it's a damn good, solid, solid, solid theory. And you know, I see all these theories on TikTok, and people just have you know pick up on this, and they have like thousands and thousands of shares. And I'm like, dude, my theory is one that nobody has said, and it's fucking great. And I have like 200 shares and it pisses me off because it's a good damn theory. But we'll talk I'd about be, that. I'd be, ha- I'd be happy with 200 shares. I'd be happy with 200 views even. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'd, be happy with, I'd be happy with 50. Yeah. Well, Brody. I'm- Speaking of views, I'm going to take things from here and just say shout out to the Big Bad Beetle Bros. Since switching to the Project Louder website last night, they charted for the first time. Since they started nice. podcasting, they were number 46 in Canada yesterday. Nice. Yes. Very impressive. Awesome. Very nice. Very nice. But uh, yesterday, we did not do a rabbit hole. And the day before, we did not do a rabbit hole. So you guys are going to have to wait till next week for episode 70. Our guests did not uh, work out. So until next time, you'll catch Mick and I on the airwaves. We are working on a couple new shows behind the scenes. Uh, I announced it to the boys this week and kind of working pre-pro on that. We are less than two weeks away from the debut episode of Lights, Camera, Exploitation and expect the TJ Bowser Power Hour Season 2 trailer to drop very, very soon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Cam- 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 that was a ghost. Puppy. That was a ghost. It was well, supernatural in here. <laughs> oh, shameless plug. So without further ado... Let's start off this week's review, uh, and that is with 2009's My Bloody Valentine, which is a continuation from last year's Valentine's episode, and that mm-hmm. is directed by Patrick Lussier, written by Todd Farmer of Jason X fame and Zane mm-hmm. Smith, produced by Jack Murray. Uh, I'm, chur- I'm churching it up, son. Uh, Jensen Eccles <laughs> as Tom Hanniger, Chris Carnell as The Miner, Jamie King as Sarah Mercer- Hyphen Palmer. Oh, she's a hyphen girl. She is. Mm. Kerr Smith as Sheriff Axel Palmer. Betsy Rue as Irene. Megan mm. Boone as Megan. Eddie Gaggy. Gaffigy? Yep, whatever you want to say. Gaffigy. Deputy yeah. Martin. Tom Atkins as Sheriff Jim Burke. Kevin mm-hmm. Pig as Ben Foley. Uh, Karen Baum as Deputy Ferris. Joy De La Paz as Rosa. Mark McCauley as Mark Riggs. Music by Michael... Wandmaker, okay. Harry Potter fame. Uh, yeah, that's what. That's it. Cinematography by <laughs> Ryan Harrison. <laughs> edited, edited by Patrick Lassier and Cynthia Ludwig. Uh, distributed mm. by Lionsgate. 
released January 16th, 2009, runtime of 101 midgets or PC little people. Uh, Which budget, we got one of them in this film, by the way. Yes. We did. Budget 14 million, grossed 100.7 million. And now Not bad. it's time for us to kill the monetization on YouTube. Let's roll that beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Exactly what did you see? Something was following us. This is the most horrific event this town has ever seen. Authorities are calling this the Valentine's Day Massacre. In the town of Harmony, something unexplainable. Hello? Is happening. Come here, you better check this out. What is it? January. Prepare to witness. What do you want? The most frightening 3D motion picture event to tear through the screen. I remember seeing this in theaters and it was fun. it was fun. This had a great marketing campaign. I only wish I could have seen this in 3D at the theater, but I'm pretty sure I'm not 100%, but I think this is the second movie that me and Steph ever went to. Really? Yeah, second yes. film yes. Uh, shot in Katanning. Yes, yes. This the, That's another reason this movie is near and dear to me first. It was like I said, it was the second movie that uh, my then girlfriend and actual future wife would go to. And it was filmed just 20 minutes down the road from us. That's awesome. That's just always fucking cool. Yeah, a the, lot town of that it, the town that it was filmed in is smack dab in between, like right in the middle from where I am from TJ. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. It's like okay. right at the midpoint. And funny enough, it's actually a mining town. <laughs> no, shit. I, I'm not surprised because that, <laughs> that mine looks legit. It's not like that's something you make. It's actually not either. filmed in that town. Uh, Chad, do you want to... Uh... Well, we'll get to that when we get to it. Um, but yeah, it's filmed in a town called Katanic. And I don't know if anybody noticed, but you can actually see uh, when after the attack at the, the market, when they are closing up the doors on the ambulance, the ambulance still says Katanic. I don't know why they never covered that up. Everything else says Harmony. Uh, it says it takes place in Harmony County, which doesn't exist. Uh, it actually takes place. It actually is filmed. It takes place in Armstrong County, Pennsylvania. Mm. Huh. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Yes. But it was filmed in the same town as uh, the Mothman prophecies, oh, ah, which was Mothman. Mothman. They picked Katanning to film the Mothman prophecies specifically because of the bridge. Makes, Makes sense. sense. Okay. Who reads this week? Uh, Why don't we have Scuba Steve? Scuba. Have the yeah. <laughs> okay, sure. So, in the mining town of Harmony, a drilling accident is caused by the son of by the son of the owner, Tom Hanniger. The mine collapses, burying six miners alive. The rescue team finds only Harry Warden alive. 
but in a coma. And the other miners murdered by his pickaxe. And they conclude that Harry killed them to save oxygen for himself. On Valentine's Day, Harry awakens from his coma in the local hospital and he kills 22 people, including a group of teenagers that are partying in the mine. Harry is killed by the deputy, but only but the only survivors are Ta Tom Hanniger, his girlfriend, Sarah, their friend, Axel Palmer and his girlfriend, Irene. Ten years later, Tom returns to Harmony after the death of his father. Tom has decided to sell the Hanniger mine and find that Sarah has married Alex, who is now the local sheriff. And they have a son named Noah. On Valentine's Day, Harry Warden also returns, seeking revenge against those that had escaped his pickaxe in the past. And Tom is accused by Axel and other locals who, in turn, make ac accusations against Axel. Bum, bum, I okay, I so let's dive right into discussion. Uh, mm -hmm. This film, in many ways, differs from the original but a not lot. in bad ways. Uh, I think no. that it stands on its own. And uh, I think that if you took all the night scenes featuring Harry Warden and uh, Mr. Eccles here and put them in with the night scenes from Friday the 13th remake, you could make a supernatural episode. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, 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 exactly. You really could. <laughs> Which was filmed <laughs> concurrent with this, by the way. Yeah, see? Yeah. To prove my point, and it's part that of the, the late 2000s, The Darkening. It was, which, which yes. I mentioned way, previously. <laughs> funny, funny thing you mentioned about the a supernatural episode because uh, before they did the remake, they actually wanted to do a supernatural episode with Jason Voorhees in it, mm. but huh. they couldn't help cure the rights. That would have been cool. Makes sense. Oh, I wonder why, Mister <laughs> Cunningham. Could you explain why? I mean, right. Cunningham. Uh, uh, who knows? <laughs> he's got another lawsuit. Weren't they the on. ones that were supposed to do the Friday Thirteenth, like the new Friday Thirteenth series too, with CW? Mm hmm. Yeah, so that would have been that cross. You could have the crossover episode Good. right there. Can't and that, that would have yeah. been awesome to have a crossover episode. Oh my god! <laughs> Thanks a lot, Cunningham. Thanks a lot. Right? No, no, say it right. It's Cunningham. Oh. Sorry, Cunningham. Fuck. Hey, Thanks speaking of that, uh, did you see? I see Brody's new sign without having to say it out loud. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I think we went over our allotment of using that word, by the way, but we didn't actually use it the last couple weeks, so it kind of just rolled yeah. over like fair enough minutes. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> minutes. We have rollover. It. We have <laughs> rollover minutes. Perfect. <laughs> oh, fucking A. And it's a dollar for every minute we go over. So, <laughs> speaking of blokes and people from down under, let's hear from our very own Duffelganger, King of Banger. Put him on. G'day, g'day, yeah. mate. It is a DKB back here for another episode of Goremore. And this week, hey, I'm can we get three more, more people so it looks like the Brady Bunch? Underappreciated. Yes remake called my bloody valentine 3d now what i really appreciate this film that it pays homage to the original in so many ways that a lot of <laughs> horror films and remakes today get that wrong i definitely think this film served its purpose in that category and it definitely pulls it off uh in saying that like it is cheesy i love cheesiness um cinematography is nothing to brag about um you know most 3d scenes are okay but even if we didn't have the 3D in here, it's still a fun film for me to enjoy. Um, without that, yeah, the story does have some hit and misses. I'm, I'm not going to pick that, though. It's, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, the gore factor in this is incredible. You know, it definitely stuck to its roots, and, you know, you're trying to outdo the original. I think it served its purpose in that category. Um, there are a couple of editing choices that I did appreciate 
well, it was one really, and that was near, in the third act. And it was our reveal of the serial killer in the underground mind when he's busting lights. Yes. And when yes. you watch it, you'll know what I mean. Um, I was going to bring that up. Yeah, this is where I had a problem with the film. Uh, there's definitely one scene with Eccles in uh, a cage in the underground mine, and it displays an obvious action of where I predicted the twist instantly. And it really ruined the film for me. I Because I had to just sort of sit there and try and appreciate the film, and then it, I already knew the twist, so... And if you know me as well as the boys do, I do love my twist. I do love a good twist. And, yeah, so it's a bit of a bony kill, but it is what it is. And, look, at the end of the day, I'm obviously, like, a bigger fan of the original film. But I still feel that this film uh, served its purpose. That's right. Remake, and it's definitely a fun film with some pretty tasty death scenes. And, And even both ending kind of the same, the original film's ending will always remain supreme for me. I just think it was fucking fantastic. Uh, in saying that, I'm going to give it a Goromore score of a 3.2. Uh, and until next week, this is your DKB signing out. Hope you're having a great day or night wherever you are from, and uh, I shall catch you then. Cheers. Sweet. Thanks, buddy. Master I missed the, I missed the hyper-caffeined up uh, Brody from last week. Yeah, <laughs> that was All hilarious. Right. Well, that was, you said that was also like take two, two right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it uh, on the first one this time. <laughs> very nice, very nice. So, gentlemen, I how do, do we? How do we feel? I do agree I, with Brody on a few things. I, the one thing on this movie I actually didn't particularly like. I felt there wasn't really enough play on the Valentine theme. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of thought that. That's too. what made the first one stand out to me. Like this town really goes ham for Valentine's day. Sure. That. Like, so like there was no dance. There was no, Oh, we're not doing this. It was here. We did. It happened on this day. That's pretty much what you got. Wasn't the town that's, called that's the only thing Bluffs? that I will say. That's true. The town was called, in the original? Yeah, the original. Valentine's Bluff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, like, that's the only thing I would say. It's my bloody Valentine. Have a little more to Valentine. <laughs> <on the day. laughs> Come to Oregon. I'm dude. sure you can find it, too. <laughs> a little forest <laughs> pump. Yeah, yeah. That's right. I better get a little high. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, this is a fun movie. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely oh, yeah. gory than uh, some of the other films we've done recently. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish I saw it. I have seen it in 3D, not in theaters. Uh, when it first came out on release, I rented it and got the 3D glasses. Um, I, I have the uh, that version on DVD. And with the- Did you watch it in 3D this time? Not this time. Like I said, I cannot watch 3D movie. It doesn't work. I can't see it in 3D. Oh, re- oh. No depth perception. It, it just doesn't work. Oh, wow. I see. I just see it as two separate images. It, I can't. It, fun fact: uh, It's actually Chad fact. The reason why he never got into uh, Major League Baseball, he made it all the way up to the college level, and then his depth perception went, and uh, he was a pitcher, and uh, it kind of fucks things up when you lose your depth perception. Yeah, I, I kind of got beamed right in the head, so uh, yep. ended my career. Yep. Damn. He could have been the next big thing. But and keep in yeah. mind, this was this was after I was the bouncer at the gay bar. So, yes, yes. I've been around the block. Oh, wow, man. Now, Ooh. which block Daddy have you block. been around the most then? Uh, that's, the gay block. that's for later Chad facts. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh man. No, but it it's a fun movie. Uh yeah. It's nothing that you're gonna like, you know, not probably be on your top five or ten by any means, but it's well, enough. I think, I think out of the remakes, it was a good one, you know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. One of the better. And, okay. And the 3D, the 3D was great. Because yes. the first time I saw this, this was probably the first. 3D movie this? that I saw when they started doing 3D movies again. This and Adam's Texas Chainsaw film utilized the 3D properly. Dude, yeah. I did see that in 3D in theaters, and that was that was fun. Loved it. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen a few in theaters in 3D. I would say probably my least favorite 3D movie was uh, The Force Awakens. Actually, ah, I think my fa- least favorite that I saw was probably Jackass Three. It just I should have known what I was going to see, but whatever. It's it's just stupid because when you see it in 3D, half the time is the picture is so much more dark than it needs to be. Underworld, yeah, Blood Wars, does that sound right? Oh my god! Oh, yeah, dude. I forgot I even saw. I saw I that I 3D saw that and, it made, and it made me sick after the 3D because I have like migraine issues and it, and okay. it triggered a migraine. Oh, and, really? I, and I and so I vomited for like six hours Ugh. after that. <laughs> a, really, a really good one. A really good one that was really good 3D was Tron Legacy. Oh, oh yeah, Tron. Was yeah, Tron I heard. Was that, I didn't see it, but I heard that was really good. It hmm. was. What is this? I can move people. What? Put, you in the, <laughs> put yourself in the middle. You have to be in the middle. Yes. There you Pivot go. Man. Pivot man. <laughs> I'm skiing. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I gotta go this way. Hold on. Ah. <laughs> oh, I gotta go the other way. See? There you go. Uh. <laughs> oh Jesus! I need to have like my my camera zoomed in <laughs> further. Let me change the field of view here. Just oh, <laughs> Sorry, oh. need the audio listeners not getting the visual gag of me jerking off my pillow. While the other two of us have to sit here and watch and yeah, use while the other two watch, on. you pervs. You well, guys gotta watch and cheer them on. I mean, come on. Continue. Continue. Cheer on. It's gotta be like this. You guys are just on deck for next, so. (laughs) Oh, there we go. (laughs) (laughs) Steve and I bust, and it's like a reload. (laughs) All right, here we go. (laughs) When you reload, you have to say it like Arnold, reload. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What the fuck are we talking about? Jerking each other off. We're talking about a movie. I don't know. (laughs) All right. uh, yeah this 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 is a really fun movie like i said it was a very very early film that i saw with my future wife then and we both really enjoyed it and i know she of course enjoys jensen ackles but the funny thing is and we saw it with a couple of her friends at the time we met up with them before and we're sitting there watching the movie and uh her friend sarah uh when it came time with uh, the blonde girl irene with her scene mm-hmm. she, she just yells kyle look a what lizard <laughs> screams oh. at the, the whole theater here and the whole theater just busts out laughing that's freaking great oh, anybody notice in that trailer that that scene where she's running she's wearing a bikini uh-huh uh, just, you gotta I have it for the trailer. so funny that they have that for the trailer so, well, they had to, we film seems like seems like yeah I stroked out. I stroked out. Yeah. Stop getting stroked, all right? Um, <laughs> I couldn't stop thinking about going skiing. 
For the audio oh. version, I need to put Billy Squire's song stroke me in here. Just... Oh my god. <laughs> Scoop's like, what the fuck did I walk into? Yeah, well, Scoop's like, man, I picked the wrong Monday to come on. Are you kidding me? I missed right this one. shit. I missed this shit so much. What are you talking about? Oh, <laughs> fucking it. Wow. Anyway. So, oh, what I was going to ask you, were you, were you and the ladies uh, Supernatural fans prior to seeing this? I was, and I got her into it right around the same time, like, or maybe even shortly after. I've been watching it since the very day it very first aired. Okay, so I was kind of a late bloomer onto it, so I think I saw the movies before I started watching the series. And yes, Goof? I've never seen Supernatural. That's fine. I, I, I kind of think out I, around... Uh, like season seven, I think. So I'm still super far behind. Oh, and by the way, after after we saw this movie, I can't remember if it was the day after or the weekend after. I took Steph on a little tour of all the filming locations. Ah, so I took her to Catanum. You know, we drove across the bridge, mm. went to Sprinkles Market. That's uh, a fucking date, dude. Oh yeah, that's a jealous. nice date right there. I'm honestly jealous. <laughs> I got to use that for future references. <laughs> right? Fuck, dude, that's great. TJ, how'd you feel about this movie, buddy? I think it's fucking great. I think it's fun. It's really, 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 really fun. Yes. Uh, and I think that my score will reflect how fun it is. I think that, yeah, the CGI is probably the thing that it has going against it. And like I said, it, it kind of dates the film no matter mm-hmm. what you do. When practical effects, it kind of gives it the timeless effect. This dates it. Uh, Heather mentioned earlier in the chat. <laughs> uh, I hear that yeah, stuff. Three I kid dates. Yep. Yeah, but one of those dates made those kids. <laughs> there you go. Up, oh, Chad's gonna be uh, fact checking himself here. We gotta keep going. Uh, yeah, Heather mentioned the uh, split body piece uh, yes. that we see in the hospital. There, uh, that's actually one of the uh, parts I wanted to point out with the weak CGI. I think that some of the background stuff in the hospital isn't done as well as other parts in the film. And I think that the places where they utilize practical effects wasn't the best choices when they could have used uh, CGI. Uh, and vice versa. Yes, and vice versa. Right. I, I think that they could where in this situation they could have done this and then and they did the opposite. And then yeah, it was yeah. So, yeah some like, things like, were questionable. Like the uh the shovel decap through the jaw could have been done in a lot way better, better with practical, practical. versus yeah. CGI. Oh yes. Like, still awesome kill. Yeah, but, but yeah. it just had too right. much shiny to it. Well, you know what it is? It's because we've seen it done practically, so it's like don't give yeah. us it in CGI. I mean, they did it perfect in 1981. Fair. Well, oh, uh, and I said another another good thing that's like not not good thing, well, bad thing. This film uh, doesn't have a shower kill. No, does not. Or or a variation of it. Hmm. That's almost a rarity for us right now. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of shower titties. Yeah, but we got a lot. We didn't have to worry about shower. I didn't say we got. We didn't get a lot of titty. We just got an extended sequence of a lot of the same titty. We got a yeah. Well, we got an extended scene, and we have probably the most the most trim bush in gore and more history to date. Yeah, (laughs) we do. And this might also be a first, uh, at least for one of our movies. Fully nude. Fully, not just fully nude. Not just that, but it was all the actress's idea. It was all her suggestion. Really? Yes, it was. I was going to say uh, the burning. Um, I didn't get to watch that. Would be the last of. film we saw. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. That would probably be the last film when we saw full nudity in. Was it really? Are you sure? 
What a, no. what a, what other film have we seen full nudity in? Other than Bordello I, of Blood. Other than Bordello I, of Blood. I, okay, I, I want it. I want to say either Pieces or The Prowler. I'm pretty sure Pieces did. Prowler had a shower scene. Yeah. Oh okay. yes, yes it did. Yeah. Okay. Again, back to the shower scene thing. <laughs> That's a good call, dude. I didn't. It's not something you think about all the time. Well, that's because no, most actresses don't want to show full frontal. No, no, let alone their whole chick was like, book. I've been working out. I'm fucking all about this. Let's do this. Well, you know what? Let's get naked. That's right. Okay. Hey, man. Gotta get the gig somehow, right? Yep. Well, Todd Farmer was going to give her the gig whether she liked it or not. Yeah. yeah that's true. <laughs> Rest in peace, <laughs> buddy. No, no, there's, there's a lot of people that say the only reason he wrote that scene in there like that was just so he could have on screen time with her naked i mean wouldn't you i could have you watched jason x i, I could kind of <laughs> see that never heard of it never heard of it right oh uh, don't lie it's a guilty pleasure of all of ours i love that one man like oh, so I, I saw that in theaters and wasn't a big fan and then i eventually rented it again after it came out I'm like okay now i get it this is awesome yeah it was... that's the first dvd i ever downloaded and fucking burned off the nice. internet yeah nice. <laughs> The first time I you saw it was when it came I mean, out on demand. No, I did not do uh, that. FBI. <laughs> do you guys remember the marketing campaign for this as well as I do? I do. Yeah, for some of it. Yeah. Uh, they spent a good chunk of change on marketing, if I remember correctly. Well, it really paid off. You know, for what a fourteen million dollar budget and it banked over a hundred. Mm-hmm. And that was that's big for a horror movie when you really think about it. I'm trying to think of the ad campaign, like besides obviously the overuse of 3D. Like I'm assuming like some restaurant or something probably jumped on it too, right? Made like a Valentine burger or some bullshit. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna look that up. I, I bet that's a, so. I bet that's a Burger King thing. If I was the gonna bet anybody, Valentine burger. <laughs> I'm gonna. Burger I'm King. thinking Burger King would do that shit, dude. I don't see McDonald's. They'd be. I didn't. Like, my King. bloody burger. <laughs> Yo, come on, that would be. Ugh. I'd buy it with heart shaped cheese, right? And yeah. a heart shaped fucking patty, cheese. extra ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, yeah. dude. That's the bloodiness of it is the ketchup. Ketchup, stuff it with ketchup. Ooh, that's oh. Ooh. Oh, now wait a minute. That, <laughs> I don't ketchup. know about that. No, 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 uh, no, 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 no. What are we really stuffing? Like a hamburger with Ooh. ketchup. Can we my bloody a burger, chili or something instead? Like a little bit red and thick, chunky. Goopiness. Yeah, a little intense. Uh, hmm. Uh, how I, I can't, I can't see any images that ties it to any cool marketing campaigns that have it tied to a fast food chain, sadly. Yeah, I don't remember that, but I definitely remember they promoted oh. the hell out of it on TV. I mean, yeah. I can't personally think of any rated R movies that usually are, but no. that would be an interesting uh, find if there ever was. <laughs> that would just be... That would just be cool. I mean, like, dude, like I remember, like Taco Bell did Godzilla back in the day and shit like yes, that. You know did. what I mean? Oh it's my like, god! Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, but to do a horror movie, dude, that'd be fucking awesome. <laughs> They'd probably be so afraid to do it, though. Well, I mean, didn't well, Robert England said when they did Nightmare Four, apparently somebody was telling or selling Valium with Nightmare on Elm Street written on it. <laughs> It was it was totally unlicensed, totally well, unlicensed. Even their shit. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh that's some problems right there all over that. I'm gonna try to find that shit on eBay. I know you will. <laughs> Listen, Scooby, if you find it, buy two. I'll pay. They'll probably be quaaludes. Don't take them. They're probably fucking quaaludes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, all right. 
<laughs> so you know Onward. what? I'm interested to see what's uh, behind that curtain. Y'all. That sounds like a stellar idea. Uh, so starting off, a flyer on the wall indicates that Valentine's Day is Saturday, September 14th. That means the previous day was Friday the 13th. And Sam was out in the woods. Yeah. Uh, this is actually the first R-rated film projected in Real D technology. Ooh, Real D. See, you know, this was like... I like the new 3D where it's not I'm just not like my wall. Like they still did a couple like <laughs> old school gimmicky 3D shit to where it's like ah pop out at you and crap. But I liked how it had that new like depth feel to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I remember watching it for the first time. It did kind of make me sick a little bit because I'm just like, what the fuck, dude? I'd take it off. Wow, look at all. There we go. Oh, <laughs> hold on, I'm, I'm, I'm working on. I'm working out this jerk off thing before the episode's over. <laughs> Anyways, speaking, speaking of 3D, uh, there is a there is an app on the Roku called something like Drive In Classics. Okay. Oh. And it has a section where it is just 3D movies. So if you get some old school 3D glasses Mm -hmm. and they have like the creature from the Black Lagoon, Dementia 13, they have all sorts of classics. Dude, I actually. So randomly enough, and I do have them buried somewhere in my game pile of like shit I don't touch anymore. But back in like. Uh, Wow. Jesus Christ. That's impressive. Brought to you by Coke Zero. Please sponsor us. Yeah. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So. In the whole height of like the 3D thing, when everybody was getting the 3D TVs and shit like that, you remember like games were starting to be like 3D and all that shit mm-hmm. too. Um, okay, so Black Ops 2 had two options. They had like the new 3D, but then they put on the old school like stereo stop stereoscopic fucking 3D. So I ordered these like legit fucking framed ones, dude. I'd have to fucking find. I them. have some of those. I have some of those I somewhere have, too. I know what you're talking about. I've seen them. Yeah. Dude, yeah, you can get them on you can get them on eBay for like two bucks a pop. Yeah, they're cheap as fuck, dude. Yeah. But they're awesome. Like but they work, yeah. So you have this badass, badass, have this badass TV. Cool. It was a 3D TV. And you know, 3D TVs were, you know, they're pretty good, whatever. But the glasses that I was able to use with my TV were the glasses you would get from the movie theater. So they didn't require oh. batteries. Oh, so shit. I could come in and you know, like let's say I had, you know, a movie on my, you know thumb drive or something that was in 3d i could just right. pop it in and then put it in 3d mode and put my glasses on from the movie theater and watch it in 3d in what my room fuck? Nice. yeah yeah it was a lg i think or i think it was a lg something like that but yeah Dude, the I, most gimmicky one i ever saw was the one where it was the glasses freestyle which is great but you literally had to stand at one specific one, fucking yeah. point to see in 3d <laughs> or else it looked yeah. like shit anywhere fucking else and you're like no, <laughs> it's crap. Anyways, anyway, what else uh, the film the film was made into a haunted house attraction at Universal's Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, like I said, it's the same town featured in the Mothman prophecies. Uh, there's also an episode Whoa. titled "My Bloody." Come on, oh, hello there. Steve. I feel like we're doing like an intro to a show here. Like, nah, 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 nah. hey, I yeah, like it. It's the Brady Bunch. There we go. Keep going, Chad. I like this. Uh, Jensen Ackles. Oh, sorry. There was also an episode uh, called My Bloody Valentine on the TV series Supernatural. Uh, Jensen Ackles and his Supernatural co-star Jared Padalecki both starred in remakes of 80s horror films in 2009. Ackles in this film and Padalecki starred in the remake of Friday the 13th. Came out a month later. Yep. Which, of course, we all knew that. Film shot in Pennsylvania because it allowed the production crew to take advantage of the state's incentives, the tax incentives for filmmaking, which I'm pretty sure no longer exists thanks to uh, thanks to Tom Wolf. 
<laughs> the, the chat never never uh, gives up a chance to throw shade on Mr. Wolf. I'll tell you what. Uh, worst governor we've ever had. <laughs> Continuing, the, the screenwriter, Mr. Tard Farmer, also appears in the film playing the role of Frank the Trucker. Uh, in the bar scene, Sheriff Burke, who's played by the great Tom Atkins. By the way, this is the first of, I think, three Tom Atkins films we have this year. Nice. Yes, yes, it is. Yes. And you guys know Ooh, what the Halloween other two are, right? Three. Uh, and uh that's my fucking pick it's yep. night of the creeps night of the creeps you're gonna love night of the creeps dude i know oh, you love that movie i've only been waiting 30 fucking years to see been it. a while <laughs> damn it don't do that don't do that i don't need those earworms Okay, continue. Uh, so, in the bar scene, uh, Sheriff Atkins, Sheriff uh, Burke, played by Tom Atkins, uh, yells, "Everybody stand down!" God damn it! Atkins would go on to play a similar character in Patrick Lussier's next film, Drive Angry, where he would say the exact same line in the exact same way. Nice, good old Tom Atkins. He never gets old being seen on screen. Uh, he is also a local person, if I'm not mistaken. There, Mister TJ. I believe so. Is he really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. God damn. Yep. I think he relocated to the Pittsburgh area not too long ago. Uh, in an interview shortly after the movie was released, Betsy Rue, who plays Irene, the girl who had sex with a truck driver in the motel, said it was her idea to end up running through the parking lot naked, and it was also her first nude scene. Talk about going out in style, then. And, and a very I would say it's also her last, because I don't very know her being anything else. Yeah. Hmm. Jensen Ackles and Kerr Smith previously worked together on Dawson's Creek. Now, this is the second Kurt Smith film we've had this year, too. Did it? Yeah, he was in Final Destination. He was a dick in that, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, he was. Oh! Axel's a fucking it was him. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. He, that yep, guy, same guy, he plays a lot of fucking assholes. It was the he does. I mean, it covers up well. If I remember correctly, he was kind of an asshole in Dawson's Creek, too. I mean, it, Kurt I wasn't Smith. that big into it. Yeah. Can't say I ever watched the Dawson dude. So yeah, he did hear uh, Tom there, Atkins was born in Pittsburgh. Ah, the more you know. He's eighty-five. He is, oh shit! He was cool. he was cool to me. <laughs> yeah, listen, yes, man. Yes. Sometimes, sometimes you're just typecast as the douche. Hey, that's yeah. just what you are. Uh, where was they? Ah, yes. In 2009, the this this I put in here just for Brody. Uh, in 2009, the Australian Classification Board released its report, which shows the most complained about titles of the year. My Bloody Valentine was in the top five with a dozen complaints. Most of the complaints were about the film's gory violence, although the film carried the highest rating available to a non-pornographic film in Australia. Many people who wrote in wanted the film completely banned. Wow, Jeez. that seems so weird to me, dude. Because like. That's Australia, yeah, wow. itself just tries to kill you, and it's always just a violent. Play, you know? <laughs> well, yeah, like, literally anything. They just like walk off the plane, get bit, and you're dead. Right. That's just like facing animals on the way to the fucking mailbox for them, dude. Like, yeah. you, know I mean? <laughs> you got ten foot spiders over there, and it's like I'm just getting my mail. Seriously, <sighs> fuck, dude. Oh, that reminds me. I saw a meme the other day. It was about you. It said unicorns. It said if unicorns were a real thing, they would probably live in Australia, and their horns would be full of venom. Yeah, Matt, I'd want to catch you off for that reason. <laughs> that would be sweet, dude. Okay, uh, Jamie King would later star in another remake of an 80s slasher movie, 2012's T- Silent Night, a remake of 84's Silent Night, Deadly Night. Yeah, hey, 
which was, was a, a great awesome film. fun movie yeah it was Ooh, whoa chatty we lost you there for <laughs> we, a got, we got stroke daddy over yeah, there yeah we did stroke daddy stroking it he's hard back. he's back oh uh oh did we lose chat? Oh, no. That's all right. Oh, no. So, anyways, do we have a? There oh, he is. Back. Sorry, guys, my internet crapped out there for a second. Oh, you're all good now. Okay, what was the last thing you heard about the Silent Night? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, the diner used in the film is in the North Hills of Pittsburgh on Babcock Boulevard, and it's called Valiant Diner. It still operates as an old school breakfast and lunch diner to this day. Nice. <laughs> The first two characters killed on screen are named Jason and Michael, an homage to characters from Friday the 13th and Halloween, where the killers are non-speaking. A direct reference to the films is how they die, trademark features of the characters, which isn't entirely true. Michael died. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know why that even says that. Yeah. Uh, I, okay, I noticed that right began, away, yeah. Yeah. Filming began on May 11th, 2008 in Armstrong County along the Route 28 corridor in locations including Sprankles Market in Catanning, the Ford City Police Station, and the exterior of the Logansport Mine in Bethel. Catanning served as the main street in the film's fictional town of Harmony. The production spent 13 days filming scenes in the Tor Ed Mines in the Pittsburgh suburb of Tarentum, a mine that has been out of production since the 60s and now operates as a museum. The inside of Valiant's Diner in Ross Township was used as a location for one scene, and a house on Holton Road in Oakmont, a suburb of Pittsburgh, was also... Okay, Stroke Daddy strikes again. Ah, so, uh... Ooh. Oh, there he is. There he is. His, his connection just keeps dropping out. Yeah, I... Get this thing hardwired. Oh, there you are, buddy. Now we got your audio. Okay, can you get... You guys can hear me now, because I... It says net, network connection zero out of ten, so I'm surprised you're getting anything. Ooh, ooh, dude, these setups are sweet. I like them. Right? Okay. Can you guys hear me? Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, we got okay. you. Uh, where was I? Uh, the film was shot entirely digitally in 4K resolution. Ah. See, they were a little bit ahead of their time there. Uh, in Supernatural Season 1, Episode 4, The Phantom Traveler, the Winchester brothers traveled to Catanning, Pennsylvania to investigate demonic possession surrounding a plane crash. Oh, oh shit. Hmm. Nice. I like all the tie-ins. Like, that's always so cool to see. And finally, because Friday the 13th was filming the same time as this, a friendly rivalry emerged between Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki. Jared would say in interviews his, his film would be better because it had... And Jensen would make it a point to intentionally call Jared right after he went to bed after a long night of shooting. <laughs> <laughs> That's called friendship right there. Those two really act like brothers when they're against each other. That's awesome. I'm not surprised at all. No. Especially so when you spend that I've never watched the show Supernatural. I'm not surprised, like I said. I've Did, seen like little clips of them like at like Comic-Cons and stuff, and they, they seem like they really get along, you know, because there's there's actors that, you know, work with somebody for so long and they can't fucking stand each other but these two right. you know you can tell that they actually genuinely get along like brothers absolutely oh, yeah big time anyways so anyway that's everything i got oh. okay johnny any questions you know what um okay so my question is did this come out before the 2009 Friday yes, 13th? Yes, it was it literally... one month before. Okay, so Friday 13th was March? No, it was February. It was February. 
Yeah, but they didn't drop this in February. No, they dropped January, it in January nineteenth. Sixteenth. Ah, well, I guess you got to get that extra little bit of money rake in there. I mean, okay, gentlemen. So here's a question: between the Supernatural brothers doing the remakes, which one do you prefer? This. Yeah, probably this one. Acting wise, yeah, this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, acting wise, this one. But look wise, like I mean, if you want to, see, I mean, I still, look, I, I go like, with Friday the Thirteenth. I know Friday Thirteenth Oh Nine is not perfect, but I still do enjoy it. So, so oh, yeah, that's good. Um, I love the look of Jason too. You know what though? I feel like this one doesn't teeter off as bad though for me as like Friday 13th does. Cause like Friday 13th, you got me, got me, got me title card. And then it starts like me. Not only, well, not only like, that. this one's just kind of like, this one's good the whole way. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing. The biggest, really there. the biggest complaint I had about the Friday the 13th remake was what it, it tried to remake one, two and three at the same time. That's exactly mm, yeah. what I was just going to say. Cause that's exactly what the remake is. Mm-hmm. It literally just told two. part one in three minutes, mm-hmm. part yep. two in 15 minutes. Part three and four was the rest of the movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. and but I I still do love that remake, but it's like you could have given me a little bit honestly, you could have just gave me up to the title card and I would have been like, All right, fucking soul. That was awesome. <laughs> they should have done that. Dude, yeah, should have done I mean, a prequel. That, that was like the best was great. <laughs> oh my god, that was like perfect. It was like a nice little fuck it. Yeah. And then it was just like after that, it was like, All right, now we got the rest of the movie. I was like but, but I don't care anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if these people die. I have no... Yeah, I, have no I gotta no be more douchebags now? God damn yeah. it, we just did this for 30 yeah. minutes. Okay, so talking, going back to talking about My Bloody Valentine, I, and what I liked about this was they took the twist veal and flipped it and made it the other yeah, guy. they literally did flip right. it. Well, I mean, it was still... Well, wasn't Axel in the first one? He was still the um, owner's son, wasn't he? Or no. it, was, it was just his dad worked there. TJ no, no, no. was it, the son, the son. Axel was. Oh, okay. Sorry. Axel, sorry. Yeah. yeah. Axel was the okay, killer yeah. in the first one. Right. Yeah. No, that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you got to change it up a bit. Keep these people guessing, Maine. You can't just keep it the same and then expect people to come in and trolls and give you the dollar dollar bills, y'all. At least, it true, at least it didn't did change as much as uh, the Black Christmas remake. And you know what? You want to talk about some shit? You want to talk oh, about some cemetery. real questions? What was it a visual trigger that triggered him to go full Harry Warden? Was it things that he saw? Ooh. Or did he actually have Harry Warden's ghost in him? Mm. See, I didn't think from- I didn't think about that until I watched it last night. But he when, was in an uh, insane asylum. But wait, well, wait, 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 wait. Axel says, Harry, I know you're in there, aren't you? Right. That and just throwing this out here, he did get Harry's blood all splattered on his face. Not yes, saying that would do anything, but, but there's nothing else that would allude to that in the film other than him no. asking. But maybe yeah, he was just true. like, but again, it's 2009. Maybe this cop is more aware of mental health that he's like, hey, right? This isn't this okay. isn't this guy. This, this we'll, be- actually, yeah. Let's talk about our conversation we had earlier today. What's that, that if okay. If you would have just would have sent a social worker instead of Tom Atkins, this movie wouldn't have happened. <laughs> this is very true. <laughs> okay, I, so versus so is it the whole copycat killer versus possessed? This is Friday the Thirteenth Part Five all over. Yep. 
Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yes, it would be. Because was Roy just a copycat, or was he possessed by the spirit of? Hmm. Because if you want to look at now, I can't watch that movie and think. Wait, possessed by who? If you look at it, if you look, if was Roy the killer? Was he just a copycat, or was he possessed by Jason? Because if you look at it after seeing Jason goes to hell, you're more inclined to think he was possessed. And then that would explain a lot of the supernatural stuff that Roy was able to do that Jason did, you know, like breaking through the door with your head. Hey guys, there's one problem there. It's canon. It's not a problem. It's canon. So then who, so then Roy bite his heart. Yeah. Well, it doesn't matter. Somebody puked in Roy's mouth. Maybe he was possessed by Pamela. At the end of the day, that movie's canon. The end of the day, the movie's canon. Can't change it. What do you mean? It was a parent mourning the loss of their child. I go with more of that than <laughs> anything. I mean, Just you can, say. yeah, but I mean, now, I mean, it's a good, it's a good, it's a good conversation theory. piece. Yes. Good theory. Yeah. You know, uh, we could spend know. a whole episode just talking about that and yeah. never reach a, a satisfying conclusion. We That's why we will. haven't touched those films. We're not going to touch right? those films. We, for a while. we love we those movies too much. podcast per each movie. Right? No, we do. Three well, here's the thing. Here's Patreon. The thing, is you don't want to be just a Friday the 13th podcast. You no. know what I mean? Yeah. That's, you're, you're, so, one thing. you're so limited in scope and reach at that point. Yeah. So you don't want to be one of that. So we're just going to steer clear of that. And we're going to talk about other things and leave that for sidebar and sidebar only. Yeah, because let's face it. If we didn't talk about other stuff, we would never have gotten to see Bev D. True that. Good old Bev D. Or you wouldn't been able to see the beautiful waterfall shots in Just Before Dawn. No. <laughs> no, not at all. We the I, I've movie. only seen such... In all fairness, deep... those were very beautiful waterfalls. Yes, they were. I mean, that's like the shit that you get on your uh, desktop when you're logging in in the morning. You know what I mean? Right? Screensaver <laughs> shit right there. Just, mm, it's delicious. Literally screensaver shit, right, TJ? <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. <laughs> so, boys... Oh. Let's talk about format, quality, and all that good shit. Did anybody get physical? Let's get physical. 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 Chad, did you, right? No, you I watched that? it on uh, I watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, buddy. Okay. I have the 3D DVD version. And of course, I watched that shit all my time. In 3D or no 3D? No 3D? Oh, 3D. Oh, you did watch it in no, 3D. 3- See, I watched it. I have the glass. Very Fuck nice. Yeah, Bobby. Thank you. Uh, I yeah, I'm with Chad, Daddy. I did uh, the HBO Max. Oh, it was beautiful quality too. Yeah, yeah it was. That was like. A, hey, did you talk about the 4K? Yeah, Delish 4K. Yeah. So the, Chad and I talked about earlier about maybe a possibility of a possible like 4K release of this film, mm-hmm. and like in the future, and it like it being like so ahead of its time. Like think of how much more prettier that this film would be. Yeah, because they literally wouldn't have to do anything to touch it up. You wouldn't even have to. What we're watching is just a almost downgrade. A downgrade. Yeah, literally. We haven't seen uh, this film at its final form. No, I'm assuming you watched it on your 4K TVs. Yes. So. No, because I still don't have a 4K TV. Damn it, Chad. (laughs) I'm going to. Wait, wait, wait. Stephanie, it's north. Get this man a 4K TV. It's in the works. Yeah. What's going to happen within the next month or two? Probably. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Go 85 inch, dude. Just fucking take up a whole wall. 
I can't. I don't have the room for it. At that point, you got to get like a fucking movie screen. Uh, you literally don't have the room for something that size. <laughs> That's what she said. Just put it on your ceiling, dude, and then just lay down. All, all, watch. No, because then I'll never be able to stay awake through a movie. Oh no! Yeah, that's a terrible idea. Yeah. All right. Scoob, how'd you watch this, buddy? I watched it on HBO Max. Word. I uh, when I got home last night from um, watching Lord of the Rings before I went to bed, I threw it on and watched it on HBO Max. So I would also like to add that uh, almost disappointingly, but maybe not so. This is the only thing i've watched on hbo max so far aside from aqua teen hunger force oh really yeah There's so much good shit, on there. shit load so of aqua teen hunger force. dude i, I don't know on. but i always keep drawing i keep drawing myself back to aqua teens besides wandavision dude i've had actually on hbo like non-stop man between the old cartoon network cartoons for my kid and like all the kaiju movies on there dude i started rampage the other day by the way Oh, but speaking of kaiju movies, uh, just for the hell of it, I was looking through Tubi and Destroy All Monsters is on Tubi. Yes, it is. Shout out comics and kaiju boys. Uh, Douche! 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 douche. Oh, dude. Axel. Axel. Even if he does redeem himself, still He cheated on his wife. Asshole. Biggest douche ever. Yeah, and his wife was a cutie. And I like how he gives... uh, Gives him shit throughout the movie, yet he's over here pumping the girl full of you know baby gravy. Right. <laughs> I I personally love the uh, talk between him and Ackles and the uh, when Ackles is at the police station and he's like, you know, she settled for you. That's like that's true. just the, that's just the Uber yeah. like knife in the side, right? Fucking there because y'all know it, but the fact that he just called it out, it's just like perfect. I think uh, what's more difficult is the next question, and that is Ooh. a f- f- favor kill. Ooh, Ooh I got to look through my list of I got, kills. I got uh, there were some there were some good ones. I'm gonna have to Damn. say Atkins kill, dude. Like I really wish I could. That's what I was leaning to. The, yeah, yeah, dude. Because I loved like I love that they let it go for a little bit, the up in the jaw, and then they finally did the pop out. Okay, then, uh, whenever you see how they do the special effects for the uh, little person who gets it, who gets launched into the ceiling. Yes. Yeah, that's kind of uh, I, I teetered towards that because I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Well, I was gonna say though like, that and the shovel kill were gonna be my honorable mentions. Yeah, there's yeah, no CGI and launching somebody into a ceiling. No, no. <laughs> the fact that they were just like they didn't give a shit. They're like, yeah, little person. I think I Is was that. Is that the same little person from Total Recall? No. No. Are you sure? I'm it positive. Could. Man, it does look kind is of that like the girl it, that, I, listen, is that the girl that the voices thing, no. the lady in The Incredibles? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just heard they just do the. They just CGI'd her for fucking uh, Incredibles. Yes. Well, let's look that up because I feel like it might be the same one because, listen, you know, buddy. we're talking like 22 30. odd years later. Yeah. What was Recall? 87? 86? I think 87. 87. 90. It was 90. Oh, shit. Was right. Yeah, it was. Wow. Yeah, it was a little bit later than I thought. All right. It's still almost 20 years. Indeed. For favorite uh, kill, I actually would have to say that shovel kill. The shovel I just, right. I just wish there was. I wish they gave the practical body drop, but dude, still gnarly nonetheless. Yeah. Anytime they go through the mouth for the incision, not the neck. Is my, just, but my runner up kill. That's the second time we've seen be, that this um, year, too. Yes, it is. My runner-up kill would have to actually be the hospital massacre. Like literally, any of those that always saw, fucked. Yeah. I yeah. would agree, but I don't like. I don't like to count like off-screen kills for that. 
Well, no, I mean like any of the ones you saw, like. Yeah, that was a good one too. The the curb stomp into the pickaxe. Oh, that was yeah. Mm, I was wondering. Uh, I I I don't know about you guys. Vibes. I, was, I was thinking about Brody that whole scene. Yeah, I wouldn't even be this. watching the movie. I would just be watching Brody watching the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that meme I shared in the group the other day. It was like uh, all the drugs, the eyes, and then the bottom one said Fulci, you know, bloody eyes. <laughs> I love that scene. That's from City of the Living Dead. Yes, classic. So great. All right, so got scene. Dude, I like the uh, the end scene where he's smashing the lights and it's flickering. That's, that was what I was going the, to because Brody mentioned it. I was thinking that even last night. I'm like, this is the best scene of the movie where he's he's smashing the lights and every time the light goes out, it's Harry Warden. It's fucking rad. That I like that that scene of the cinematography, but for me, I would have to say it had some the whole Harry Warden going into the hotel and just ripping the places apart, trying to get to them. Dude, the hotel mask here. Not only that, I mean, you just talked about it. The midget going to the fucking ceiling. Come on. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> uh, when you when you take the film and you look at it from the perspective that it's uh, this, what is it, Tom and not TJ this time? Uh, he every there's he gets triggered. He's just going about this plan, and every time we see Harry Warden, it's just this character, but he's reacting to something that he saw that triggered him to do this uh in the the kills with the girl and the dude it's him seeing them having sex yep whenever he's downstairs and he kills the minor dude it's because he sees the cage that triggers his thoughts of harry warden every time he kills somebody it's because something happened that triggered a thought of harry warden or the situation that was present at the beginning of the film what was it the cage that triggered him or just the fact that he almost got into a brawl with the guy the night before well the thing is i want to say it was the cage because they made it a point to show that extra shot of him looking down that hallway that's true they did and this film is carefully edited so see both films for each character that were the killer both had triggers and both very similar just literally swapped right because axel in the first one his father was killed by harry in this one, you know, it was, it was his Harry friend. was Harry was shot in front of him. Mm-hmm. So literally, just flip flop it, and and there you go. If they did a better job protecting the twist, I think this film would be waves better. Yes, because I figured it out just like uh, Brody said. I figured it out like right away. I'm like, okay, yeah. I get where you're going here. I mean, was it? So it, it was probably fairly be obvious was, for me. It just was. Right. See, I can't remember because this wasn't my first time watching it. So I'm trying to remember back to my first time. But it might be that scene in the cage where kind of start tying it together. I can't remember. See, like going into it already knowing, like it was just like, nah, you know, enjoyed the ride. But so let's see. Oh, where are we now, gentlemen? We are on. Did the opening, opening scene hook you in? Oh, yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. without a doubt yeah ma- mind masker mm-hmm. they did the uh halloween h2o opening mm-hmm. it just yeah. in 3d in yeah. 3d <laughs> you know what what, what would uh, probably have one of the best openings ever bride of reanimator oh mm. 
easily. The, yeah. the opening that Stuart Gordon did for that film. Yeah, that's great shit. That's that was wonderful. Literally yeah. wonderful. Uh, my dog's sitting outside my bedroom door whining because he wants in. Oh, oh, oh dude, it is hilarious. Every time after the show ends, I open up that door. Two seconds later, the dog is hauling ass back the hallway, running and jumping on the bed. <laughs> he's like, I just want to see what's going on. Oh, he's uh, a nosy yep. shit. That's the exact scene that ruined it for me as well, uh, DKB. Okay. So, guys, uh, best hits, hottest girl, best Do dick. Do we really have to answer that? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of for a me, given. it's Miss Irene. I mean, honestly, dude, I'm going to have to go with uh, the other girl there, Axel's wife. Oh, I do like her, too. I'll mute Chad while he's dealing with that. You good, Chad? Yeah, just the... the I think Harper was at the door wanting me. <laughs> Stephanie, uh, go get Harper! <laughs> <laughs> Please. Yeah, I wanted to say uh, Axel's wife there. I can't think of her. What the fuck was her name? Sarah. Dude? Sarah, oh, thank you. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, I'm going to have to say for best dick, it's a tie between a uh, generational gap. I mean, obviously, you got to go Jensen with the younger, but how it's can you Atkins. not say Atkins, dude? For I, am, I am 100% with right. you on the, all those picks. Yeah, I'll tell I you what. Agree. Uh, a couple shots of uh, tequila and throw uh, Tom Atkins some blue shoes. He'd be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> He's Tom a handsome old man. 100%. Yeah, dude. Wow. Like, <laughs> fucking A. So, guys, uh, I mean, the score. <sighs> you know, the sad part is, it wasn't is I terrible. don't really remember too much of the score. Not to say yeah, it was there, bad, there's really but nothing memorable. Stand this is a yeah. part of cinema. This is this is taken during a time where there wasn't that much emphasis put on that. No, there That's wasn't. Because it was all about the darkening. Huh? It was all about the darkening, baby. Yep. Lots so, of quick frames. Very dark. A lot of blood. It's gotta be edgy, man. Thanks, right. Eli Roth. Thank you. Uh, best song? Can't can't tell. I don't think there was uh, any. Couldn't yeah, attack the darkening. Know. Uh, you know, if they would have had a dance, that there would have been uh, some music played. Yeah, Dude, you know that? Was, I'm glad Bobby brought that up because that was ever that was something I never even thought about while watching it last night. Like I, I actually did last night. And yes. they totally yeah. have an outdoor pavilion area that they could totally could have had a, the dance at right by the bridge. Yeah, like, like right there in the waterfront. Yep. Like I said, like any of the set pieces could have been even just like decorated up more, like the store and shit, dude. Like I don't know. Like I said, this is called My Bloody Valentine. The first one had it everywhere, literally everywhere. This one, barely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now you have to emphasize that. That's like if you had Halloween and no pumpkins, no leaves. Right. What are you calling it? At at this point, you just might as well just call it Harry Warden. Yeah. (laughs) Like, or you could have called it Warden, and then it would have been like, wait, what do you mean? And then tie that in to the story. Like, uh, You call it Warden, people are going to think it's a jail movie, though. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Once again, it could have made it a little better with just more Valentines, but... As yeah. I agree. Could have had a, some, you know, but still a great movie. Yeah. So, favorite character? Tom Atkins. I'm not even nope. short in the movie, but Tom Atkins always delivers. Hmm. I think I'll go Jensen Ackles on this one. Yeah, I'm going to go Jensen Ackles also. The old guy that punched Ackles in the face at the bar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he had some pork behind him, too. That motherfucker was pissed. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, uh, 
No, I don't have to say Ackles, man. I'm always just I like him, dude. Yeah, he was good. Well, yes. He's he a was good brother, too. anyways. Yes. yes. I want to make some people mad. No. So I'll I'll give it to Eccles too, but I'm putting Atkins in there too. I mean, dude, Atkins is great, but they just didn't give him enough showtime in a feel in this one. Yeah, like they was there for like you want Tom Atkins. Yeah, but, but I got enough Tom Atkins for it to be my favorite character as well. So that's yeah. fair. A- oh, Eccles just, wait, just wait till Night of the Creeps. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm very Johnny, sorry. you're gonna. Cream. That is po- that is possibly Tom Atkins at his best. It's a it's such a great movie. <laughs> that's like, actually it blows my mind that you have not seen it ever. I could believe it. Listen, man. Sometimes we just you know the great slip through the crack. Was that's it scary? Uh, I think at points yeah. it was. Yeah. Give you a little was- startle. I mean, I guess if, if you do not like squelching sounds, then yes. Okay, fair enough. Okay, the part the part where the girl cop is sitting in the house uh, sitting in the car outside the house and Tom Atkins comes up and taps on her window. That scared the shit. That scared the shit out of Steph last night. She said it before and it scared the crap out of her. Sound design. Yep. You want you want to watch the strangers? She just she just marked that up too. See, that's the scariest (laughs) part about the first stranger as well. I love the strangers. Oh yeah. Does it hold up to me, guys? I want to say TJ, uh, TJ, you brought you brought the stranger. Sorry, that's uh one of the ones included in the uh Scream Factory sale. Ah, I yes. gotta get that. I gotta I need to go that. check that out. I have the out of print. Wait, is it? I thought it was out of print. No, I have the uh slipcover uh Scream Factory one. Yeah. So where are we at, sirs? Does it hold up today? Uh the CGI yeah. does not hold up, but the story no. does. Very few movies the CGI holds up ten years later. So, yeah. except for Terminator Two. Oh yeah, it was done tastefully. Thank you, James Cameron. Yeah, so it was done the that, right way. I should that, say. Considering how much it cost, work. Those was probably like the only two. Yeah, remember those had hundred million dollar budgets. We're looking at fourteen for this. Oh, I know. And four of it was probably Jen Snackles himself. I yeah. and I personally think. Yeah. I think it's. Probably would be better to watch it in 3D, so that way it looks. I I could be wrong, but you know what I mean. Like that might be right. That that's cover, cover up the purpose. It would cover up the shitty CGI, right? There. Right. That's its intended mm-hmm. purpose. So I think they would kind of like. Yeah, you're not going to get your full 4K. Obviously, rocking the 3D glasses. Well, well, when we do a more and more live, and we run out of theater, we'll make sure that the theater has real 3D, and we'll show a 3D film. Dude. Let's do it. That's not 1983 the, Silent Madness. If that's not in the week long extravaganza for when your wedding goes down, I don't want to know nothing. <laughs> hey, if we're running a, th- a theater, we'd probably run it for the whole night so we could do several 3D movies. Yeah, hey, wait Blood, a minute, wait a minute. Blood Hook would probably be cheap because it's trauma film. Uh, I mean, we could totally just go down the whole fucking list of sleaze, but that's for another time. Just put on a porn film in there too. Really see some 3D. Jesus Christ, Bobby. (laughs) (laughs) Bobby's the only one that shows up in an overcoat. Is this the wrong fucking date? Is this the right place? (laughs) Never the fucking party. That's tomorrow. (laughs) I didn't realize we had a new show on Tuesdays. (laughs) If that was a show, Double Chin would be definitely jumping on that show. Goddamn right. The Gaijin would be all over that. Yes, he would. Fucking a, uh, acting, not bad. I thought the acting was pretty good. good. Yeah. It's pretty good. Yep. 
cinematography, nothing to write home about, does its no. job. But I will say one scene, one scene. When Atkins, they show Atkins facing the heart. Oh, yeah, yeah. I do the, like that shot. The I focus? Right, where, where they the scene ends with him going out of focus and it's showing the heart again. Yeah. And, and again, mm. you have to really have to praise the scene of the, the transition scene, scene between uh, Jen Snackles and uh, Harry. Harry. Time the lights went yeah, out. that was yeah, really, that really good too. And anytime breaking lights is always a fun, scary scene. That's a Harry Warden thing. Oh, yeah. What else? Yeah, did they do that in the first one, too? Yes, they did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure when he was walking down the thing, he was breaking That's out. what I thought. Yeah, in the first one, he was putting way more emphasis on it. And we'll <laughs> right. all unanimously agree on the next one, premise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Love it. Great. Okay, so let's uh, recycle, rewind, or remake. Uh, NA, NA, since it's already remake, so we got to remake. I'm going to revisit gonna with re- new CGI. Uh, yeah, I'll revisit. Well, I was going to say... Uh, yeah. I was gonna say what you said earlier, re uh, redrop with 4K. Yep. Yeah. Use yeah. the use the uh, 4K version as an as an excuse to bring in the cinematographer and Patrick Lussier and redo some color grading and maybe touch up some of that CGI. There you go. Yeah, I can yeah, do that. Go. That is the only answer. And okay. Still it in 3D. So let's uh, let's do a rating and let's start with Chad Daddy Supreme. You know, I really, really have fun with this movie. Uh, I am going to go 4.2 on this. Wow. All right. And it's very near and dear, like I said. I really love it. Bobby? I'm actually going to go 4.5. Like I said, my my little bit was the Valentine thing, but other than that, I still give a good praise. Okay. Uh, Steve? I'm going to give it a four. It's a great movie. It's a fun movie. I loved it. Um, the, the, you know, watching it in 3d is great also. And it, it is one of those ones that, that has really good, you know, 3d, if you can watch it in 3d. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not one of those ones that, you know, I would watch, like get excited about watching, but it's a good solid flick. So I'll give it a four. Okay. Uh, fluff bastard. I'm going to go 3.8, buddy. I'm going to give it a four. All right. And we're going to divide that by five. That's 4.1. Very nice. That's actually a very fair rating. It is. Yeah. Brody was a little off this week. Usually he's pretty on. What did he give it a three, three? Something like that. I want to say that's pretty close to what we gave the first one too. Again, this film is entertaining as fuck. Yeah. So yeah. I know. I wish I looked up the score of the uh, what we gave the first one last year. I want to say it was over a four though. I think I have it I here somewhere. Right. Give me a second. Yeah, let's chat, Daddy. Pull that up, and we'll word. take this opportunity to <gasps> talk about the next episode. It was can't. four point four point four, gentlemen. Oh no! Ah, fucking Before- on point with our scoring system. Thank you, nice. Jan. Thank you for that, though. I think we should uh, talk about where we can get some sweet stuff, buddy. Oh, yes. So, uh, Johnny, you got that little mask there. Mm. You guys head on over to theprojectlouder.net and click on the Merge tab. That will bring you to our Public store, and that will bring you to a whole slew of designs, including the Project Louder design there you saw on the mask. Uh, Mm -hmm. You also have Comics and Kaiju's Give Me the Sauce t-shirt. An upcoming TJ Bowser Power Hour t-shirt nice. and a Ghoulies Unflushed and amongst a ton of other ones. So go That's over right. there and uh, support the network. We got to send Cundy an actual Cundy shirt, dude. Yo, I think we yes. just do it. We got to track him great. Wait for that season two trailer of uh, Power Hour. Okay. I'll be waiting impatiently okay. with pants down. 
Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, man. If you get Cundy, that we've made it. We made it. Listen, the top our of the whole yeah, we win. Thing would be like, that's it. We're done. We've come full Game start. over. <laughs> we win. Game over, man. I need to have Jeff Goldblum, Chris Jericho. Oh my god, dude! Oh, if you man. had fucking Goldblum, <laughs> I got a be... list. I got a list. I would love to watch an interview between Mick and Goldblum, dude. Oh, oh my god! Wow, that would be a two to three hour show easily. Five. <laughs> no, two days. <laughs> two days worth. I just want TJ sitting in the back moderating be great between the two of them i don't think tj would get a chance to talk probably wouldn't dude <laughs> i don't even think any of us would have to ask questions just sit there and go like this so next episode All right, guys, will be uh, next episode yeah. will be a part of pod swap 2021 yeah. which is a new initiative that we are doing in this year uh to kind of promote uh the other podcasts in the network so the boys over at the big bad beetle bros will be hosting next week's episode of Gormore. Don't know if it will be live, but it definitely uh, will be up next Monday in some shape or form. And they will be reviewing Chad Monster Squad, buddy. Monster nice. Squad. Such a great to play. which you can find on Prime right now. If you're yes. subscribed. So kick them in the nards. Yes. Wolfman's and guy. then uh, we will be back with our normally scheduled programming the week after with Oh, 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 no, I got to look. Oh, I wasn't shit. prepared for that. I wasn't either. Hold on. <laughs> Neither was I. <laughs> you bastards. The schedule after Monster Squad is... Put them all boots up. Oh, yeah. Where the fuck is Oh, shit. Here? I'm not... Uh, that's... Sorry. I, I'll have to check on here. Um, oh, Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods. Oh, no. That's good. Good. That is actually a very fun movie. That I, is a Bobby fun fucking movie. That is a very fun movie. Bobby, that was your pick, wasn't it, bud? That's yes, my it pick. Was. Oh, that was oh, your no, pick? That was yeah. That's right, 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 right. Oh. Nice. Okay. Awesome. Oh, one, so. Well, I'd say that that's it for this episode of. Wait, 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 wait. Do you want to announce uh, what we will be reviewing for comics and cows? Give ourselves a little shameless plug and uh, cross promotion. Okay, so we will. We will be on Comics and Kaijus within the next two weeks uh, reviewing Tremors. 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 Oh, yeah. The big Johnny D's going to have to pick another one. I, 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 on your list. I already said what we could do. We could, but it should really be John's decision. True that. We could talk after the show. Yes. Fair enough. Okay, guys. So, without further ado, that's it for this episode of the Goremore Podcast. This is your host, with the motherfucking most, TJ Bowser. I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. This is your dark lord of knowledge, Chad, Chad Christman, saying see you next time, bitches. This is Lord Scuba <laughs> Steve telling you peace out, motherfuckers. This is your fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, saying see you later, Gorehounds. This is your killing machine, Bobby and Moan, saying we'll kill you next week. Hey, we went counterclockwise. Did you notice? Yes, I did. That's, That's why I told Steve to go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 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 Nice.